Welcome to the Soul of Nonviolence podcast with Hachi Bene Nonviolence educator, trainer, and author, Veronica Pellicard. Each week, Veronica shares a short reflection based on one of the daily nonviolence quotes Hachi Bene sends out to help each of us live a nonviolent life. Be sure to sign up for those emails at hachibene.org. Thanks for listening. Now here's Veronica. Good morning, friends, or good afternoon, who knows. But here we are again to listen to a quote and a few comments on it. But let's start by doing a centering. So, plunge into your heart like a bird plunging into water. And once you're there, imagine that the light that is in your heart infuses your whole body with light. Forget the past, forget the future. Just bathe in that light. Let it curse through your veins, get into the blood, the skin, making your face luminous. Be there for a moment, just an experiment, and see what happens. So the quote today is a quote from Martin Luther King, and actually one of my favorite quotes of his. Let us now move from the political how to the theoretical why. Why should we love our enemies? The first reason is fairly obvious. Returning hate for hate multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Hate multiplies hate. Violence multiplies violence. And toughness multiplies toughness in a descending spiral of destruction. Have we not come to such an impasse in the modern world that we must love our enemies or else? So that's the quote. Interesting use here of the word theoretical. What he means is the the actual principle, the actual philosophical approach, how we can look at it from really like a bird's eye view in a way, maybe in the arc of history. Why should we love our enemies? It's a good question to ask. Why should I love somebody that I hate or despise when that goes against what I am feeling? what I am thinking, what I am emoting, in another way of saying. And then he says that it's fairly obvious that when you return hate for hate, you are just adding deeper darkness to the darkness that is already there. And he puts it very poetically in a night devoid of stars. The Dhammapada, one of the 
the seminal texts within the Buddhist tradition says the same thing. At the beginning of the Dhammapada, it says, hate will not drive out hate, only love will do that. And then he goes on to say, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. So imagine that you're in a very dark room and suddenly someone opens the door and floods that room with light. Where did the darkness go? It was just an illusion. It was just darkness. But the moment that you open the door and you flood the place with light, the reality is there. It appears. Light. Right? And then he says, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Again, it's what I quoted from the Dhammapada. If we look at history, we can see how true that is. You know, the First World War was the war that would end all wars. And some few years later, we had a Second World War. 40 million died in that war. And so did, was that the war to end all wars? And it is really an incredible thing about human beings that we don't see the obvious <laughs> in a way of speaking. And, and this is kind of like, yeah, you know, this is what happens. But why does it happen? And I think that we are conditioned in part to think that violence works. And another part of it is that, you know, we have not trained our minds. We have no mind training. We have no real emotional training. And therefore, we are in reactivity. And when something happens, instead of acting from a place of centeredness, we react. And then the chain begins to roll down. And this is true for all of history. We can look back at history and see how we have done that and the results of that. So he says, hate multiplies hate, violence multiplies violence. And toughness multiplies toughness in a spiral of destruction. And just look at history. You know, Yuval Harari says somewhere in one of his books, when he's asked if we will go into a third world war or something like that, he says, never underestimate human stupidity. Maybe he's being a bit judgmental here, but yes. How is it that we don't understand? How is it that we don't get it? That this is not going to work? As Erica Chenoweth points out in her book, proving that nonviolence is much more effective than violence, but we don't get it. We still think, and this is the power of belief, the power of conditioning. We still think that the thing that is going to work is retaliatory violence. And actually, what works is redemptive nonviolence. If we look at history, we will see that that is so. That what actually every single group that has chosen nonviolence over violence has had long-term impacts.
generation after generation after generation. And when violence was the chosen solution to conflict, it hurt generation after generation after generation. So let's look. Let's educate ourselves emotionally. Let's develop our emotional intelligence. Let's pray for peace. So in the week that comes, just look at the places that in your life where you can open the door to light. Thank you so much for listening today. And I wish you a wonderful week. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out pachamane.org for more resources on nonviolence and join one of our many online nonviolence courses. Peace and all good to you this day.